Get up on a Tuesday morning. Marty's news is sure real boring. Gotta get up, get up out of my way. It's immuner. Feels like just another day. And then there's John Sylvain. He's so smart, you're Bane. But his keys are absurd. And I'll get to hear from the 30-year-old 20-something As she makes fun of my age It's just an error Why do I even try? Nothing ever changes on the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. My name is Marty. I'm here for a big sausage hang with John Jangly Keys Sylvain and Dan Etheridge and Stephen Farkas Kruger. Dan Etheridge. You just made me turn you down. And Dan Etheridge. We are not joined by Cassandra today because there is game six of the World Series right now. Uh, for everyone listening live, the Dodgers are up to... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sports. Sports. Yeah, sports. Oh, how about those Niners killing those Pats over the weekend, huh? Huh, Steve? Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. Oh, were you so mad? Did you, did you like, beat your children? I beat the children I don't have. Yes, that's no. I just it. I, I was kind of hoping for a more exciting game. It was just kind of pathetic. Mm. I don't. I don't care who wins. Yeah. Okay. I really don't. No. No. I mean, why should you? It's like you have. No... I think the Patriots have won enough Super Bowls. It's enough. Mm. Uh, please join us. Live. Don't tell anybody, but I agree. All right. All right. Well, you said it here, and no one listens. So, I think it's I a think... safe place. <laughs> oh, nothing is safe. This is the least safe place. It's uh, for those of you who are wondering, that was the Talking Heads playing before the show because uh, that was in honor of the David Byrne movie that Spike Lee directed uh, based on his uh, Broadway show that was that's on Hubbo right now. It's really excellent. I highly recommend it. It's really good. Uh, very heartwarming in these odd times. And if you want to join in, on the uh, yes, we're on Twitter, and uh, you can fill the email sack Nooner Podcast um, at both places, uh, Gmail and Twitter. So we are one week away from the election. Did you guys vote yet? Yes, you guys all voted. We talked about that last week, correct? Oh yeah, I actually did vote, but I claimed that I didn't and said I was undecided. But I I went ahead and I voted for Jill Stein. <laughs> is she running? No, but no. She, some a lady named uh, Jorgensen a, is right in. I wrote in. I wrote in Jill Stein and SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes, oh, baby. Yes, you're killing it as an American, John. Click it or get a ticket. Yeah. Don't tell me what to fucking do. Don't tell me what to fucking do. I'll vote for whoever the fuck I want. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. That, that's good. Uh, 
I have you, been very despondent um, the past oh eight months. Fifty years. Oh. Are you serious? You've been despondent since I met you, and that was he hides like, it well, I, John. He 52. hides it well. Fifty-two years. Fifty-two years of despondency, but I have a tiny glimmer of hope, knowing or because I I think that uh, Trump has a good chance of losing, and I don't want that mm. to deter anyone from voting. Everyone should go out and vote and convince, talk to everybody else. Do your cocaine off camera, please. <clears throat> Mr. Camera? Where this is being filmed? Yeah. And, oh, no. But there are a few reasons. Like, I was skeptical because Trump has been rather vocal about how he, he's, you know, fucking things up with the Postal Service and uh, voter restrictions and, um, and basically setting it up so that he re will refuse to leave office if he if it's even close uh-huh i don't think it's okay. been so and so you think that um that's uh that that the election on a week from today is going to be the end once uh once the people have spoken that uh, i think it's going to be no I, I shouldn't say that i think it's the vote is going to be pretty pretty decisive uh-huh and then you think that's going to be the end of no, no, the I, uh, I didn't say that I, no 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 it's just going to be the beginning of the nightmare we thought we were in a nightmare well, and no, now but but that will gonna I think, get... expose a lot of things i think uh what things it'll there's like an there's a a big difference a lot of people are comparing 2016 to 2020 because some of the polls are pretty similar in uh, biden's favor the same way that they were in uh, Hillary uh, Clinton's favor back then. I, I think there's a difference because now there's a sort of an awareness of who Trump is and what a fucking like uh, nightmare train wreck he is. And so there's an active enthusiasm against him, whereas there was one for him before. And the indifference and hatred that went towards Clinton that caused people not to vote People don't have for uh, what's his name? Who's the other guy? What's his name? Again? Sleepy Joe. Uh, oh my God! I would love a sleepy president. Wouldn't that be great? Mm. And he like people are. He's has a sterling reputation. He has a great heart. He might not be. <laughs> no, I, he does. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, oh. he's a really yeah. moving speaker, and I don't think he's a great policy guy. You know, he doesn't impress me that way. But I just think as a human and, being, he's a good. And guy. we've all forgotten what that woman claims he did to to him in, in the nineties. Uh, yes, in the, in the halls of Congress, that that kind of got brushed under the. Uh, no, that's my, that's my, no, my no, no, like. No, no, she was discredited. You know, by whom? Uh, by every party. By me, by by, by the media that paid no, off she, the no. the lefties I to mean, go. And then, 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 So what what do you have like 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 there was nothing. She had no corroboration. Her lawyers quit. Like there was just nothing to that. Uh, and you know she. That's a lot different from Trump having twenty something women filing suits against him. Or Bill Clinton. Or Bill Clinton. Yeah, for for yeah. sure, Bill Clinton. You know, is much. Guiltier, like I, I don't see that on Joe Biden. They, they have not come up with anything credible, really, against him. So, in that sense, like there's like a, a lack of awareness of like, oh, there's nothing to really hate him for, you know, um, that there was with Clinton or now with Trump. And the other big thing is that Biden's not a, a woman, 
And so there are a bunch of like dudes who are like, I ain't voting for no woman who are now being like, all right, uh, sure, Joe. So those things and the, the early voting counts, which uh, equaled what they were in 2016, like four days ago, make me think that like people are very motivated to vote Trump out. If you think I'm wrong, please speak up on this podcast or email us at uh, Nuna Podcast or tweet at us. Uh, what what do you guys think about that? Well, I think your your analysis is cogent. I think your your numbers are correct. I think that the uh, election will probably go to Biden, and then the nightmare will begin. Yeah, what is, baby. What is the, the nightmare? The nightmare will begin uh, once the uh, the polls uh, the uh, the results come in um, on election night. And um, it turns out that, um, uh, well, I, I, I think it'll be close. It'll be um, decisive enough that some of the networks might uh, pick a winner. But I think everyone's going to be really gun shy to do that. The thing is, is that many, many states can't start counting their ballots until that night. I mean, every state is different. Every single state. All 50, we have 50 different rules of, uh, of how to count votes in this uh, country, which is very exciting. It's very, very exciting. Our elections are make um, third world countries look organized. Um, and, uh, and what's going to happen is, is that Trump uh, and the powers that uh, support him will start suing everything that moves in this country uh, entangle up everything. And, and at the same time, Trump will say it, the election was stolen from me. He'll activate the um, somewhere between, in my estimation, three to 15 percent of our country that is fucking out of their minds, armed to the teeth and stupid as hell. And they will start just shooting people randomly uh, because they think it's time for a civil war. Uh, and uh, and. Fox News and uh, all the crazy media on the right will just go out of their minds and all the crazy media on the left will go out of their minds and it'll be a nightmare because the election is the first Tuesday in November and Trump will remain president until sometime in January, like January 22nd or something like that, my brother's birthday. And um, during that time, it'll just be it'll just be horrible, horrible chaos um, if he's smart, he will resign uh, probably January 1st and have Pence um, pardon him uh, pardon him of, of all crimes, and then he'll move to Russia. Russia. That's what I think is going to happen. All right. Um, yeah. But but before before that happens, that'll be the final the final thing. Before that happens, it's going to be a, a giant shit show um, that will make 2000 look like what it was, which was civilized people trying to figure out who won the election legally. Well, when you were around for uh, Rutherf Rutherford B. Hayes's administration, when he was elected, mm. uh, lost the popular vote and then uh, basically had to finagle the Electoral College. What was the that sort of uh, horse trading like? John, it was very polite. <clears throat> it was very nice. Only a few people got shot. Mm hmm. I mean, it was like but then before that there was uh, Lincoln. Oh. And he won 
you know, you know what started the Civil War, right? Um, do you know what started the Civil War? A lot of people don't seem to know this. You did? No. Do you know what started the Civil War, Steve? Uh, the Emancipation Proclamation? No. The, no, the, that was... The, no. the no. Prussian Prime Minister got assassinated? No, that's... Well, that's a different war. Oh, sorry. Does anybody anybody know? Duke What's, Archibald Franz Ferdinand? No, it was the election of Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I thought you were going to say Adolf Hitler. That would have been <laughs> like a twist. Yeah, see, it was a contested uh, uh, Democrat, I mean, a Republican who got elected. And that's why we need to re elect Donald Trump again, you know? Right? The, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, the, uh, Abraham Lincoln got elected and, and uh, South Carolina seized sort of the, uh, the armory at Fort Sumner. And that was uh, because uh, Lincoln got elected. And the um, the southern states started seceding because Lincoln got elected. They saw the writing on the wall. They saw they saw they saw the guy got elected, and then so they quit. And they left, and they wanted to start their own country. And it wasn't because he was going to abolish slavery. He didn't say he was going to abolish slavery. They thought he might. Mm. So you think that a similar? I I don't know if there's. A, you, there's a similar unity of states. No, no, there's not. No, no, I don't think that that I'm just saying that that's though. I would what's, what what started the, the Civil War, what set it off was actually a presidential election. I don't think we're going to have the same kind of thing here because I you're right. I don't think that the states are aligned that way. But I do think there's a lot of fucking idiots out there who are actually going to go nuts. Yeah, I mean, there was already a uh, someone arrested for uh, threats against Joe Biden, who was heavily armed and Leslie... This is a conspiracy to kill the governor of, of uh, Michigan. Yeah. Kidnap, kidnap. No, no. Oh, kidnap? No, they, they were going to kill her as well. Uh, that was part of the... the well, then why... Was, kid, what, what's with the kidnapping then? Well, you have to kidnap her first, and then you kill No, her. you can just... That's called an assassination. You don't have to kidnap Well, someone. they didn't have you in the planning room. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they... Bring me they in early. Where were you, Steve? <laughs> I, look, I'm available. Find me on Fiverr for your... Doing uh, extra <laughs> stuff. You guys, come on now. Did, did you, you guys jump to the... Did you guys watch the 60 Minutes Wine Fest with Leslie Stahl over the weekend? Me, me, me. Uh, when I have an opportunity to not hear mm -hmm. uh, Donald Trump at all, I take it. And so that's why, you know, during the, um, oh my God, an ad just, just exploded on my computer and, and uh, it was really distracting. Sorry. What was I saying? Oh, that's right. What I was saying is, uh, like, I don't like to hear Donald Trump talk and I don't like to talk about him. That's why I, uh, I, I I endure the beginning of this podcast when you talk about all the shit that he did because I know about it. I just don't want to think about it. Marty, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Leslie Stahl is also this thing is, on, on, is this thing on? Also on a security. I detail, hope not, uh, because you know she's been receiving death threats as well. So she's been receiving death threats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that man has done so much for our country. It's so great. It's just, it is so, so wonderful. Um, and so how's Yogi doing? Uh, your son is in AmeriCorps right now. Yes. And he, he is that a cult? Colorado. <clears throat> no, it's not. Is a that cult. a part of the Nexium uh, interweb of sex cult stuff? It's not a cult. It's a religion. 
Oh, okay. And does he get? Does he have a brand on him? Uh, he doesn't have to pay taxes. Yeah, you've heard of QAnon. This is yeah. the next level. R and R and Yes. <laughs> so uh, he's off in uh, Colorado getting trained, and tomorrow morning he's getting on in a, a, a van with his team, and they're going to drive to Kansas City. Uh, where they're going to build a house and they're going to create a compost system for somebody for for a uh, non-profit there. And then they're going to remove e invasive species and uh, from a, uh, from some park in, in advance of planting trees. And uh, I was thinking, I was telling a friend of mine, I said, he's doing it, removing invasive species. And, and I assumed that that meant he was going to be chasing after like, you know, Japanese lizards or, or some kind of, you know, bugs from Africa or murder hornets or something like that. And uh, my friend said, Oh yeah, I did that. Uh, it's basically glorified weeding. And I thought, Oh, invasive plant species. Duh. So I'm the bad guy. <laughs> um, but he, uh, he's really having a good time. Uh, every time we call him, he's really bored um, with talking to us and wants to get off the phone and hang out with his new friends. Um, so I actually wrote to him and said, last time we talked, uh, you sounded a little down. I was wondering if it was uh, option number one, you're bored with our parental questions and uh, find us the conversation uh, kind of agonizing, or two, you're not having a good time. And he didn't respond for uh, about four hours, and then he wrote back one. Oh, I thought this was on the, a call. <laughs> <laughs> I lost the letter part. I thought he just sat there for four hours trying to smoke you out. <laughs> That's a power move. I like that. Yeah, yeah. One so, time, my parents forced me to go to uh, therapy when I was like a teen, like a troubled teen. Mm -hmm. And you know they had to pay for it or something. And I remember just sitting there for fifty-five minutes, just staring at the woman. She'd ask me a question, and I'd just stare, not say a word. Oh, so off. Knew it was costing my dad one hundred and forty-five dollars. That's great, and yeah. and yet you came out, and you're totally. I, uh, I, I wish I could be go back, and I would say, "We're going to go long. I got a lot to un get off my chest." I hate everything. I hate doing podcasts. I hate John Sylvain so much. I don't well, know why. He's a nice guy. I just want to crush him yeah. like a bug. Yeah. Well, is that, it, is that bad? No, it makes me stronger. Okay, good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Marty, Marty, you have no idea what just happened. No, I, uh, no that, good, that was good. Dan Etheridge who just called. So, um, really? Yes. Yes. He says, hello. <laughs> and um, he was, is it me you're looking for? Is that what he said? Yes, no? yes, he said that. And then what did he say after that? I don't know. Adele was on Saturday Night Live, though. Oh yeah, that was great. Uh, so, um, it has what, nothing to do with anything I just said. Yeah, but so is Yogi having a good time then in 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 removing invasive species? Like, is he? He hasn't started working on outside yet, but he really he it's been fucking freezing in Colorado, and he likes it. Yeah, they had a lot he, of snow. Uh, they didn't have a lot of snow, but it's been really. I mean, they had snow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's having a really good time, and it's very hard. 
for us because he really just doesn't want to talk to us. He doesn't want to tell us anything. And all we can do is say, what's, what's, uh, what's going on? Um, what are your friends like? What, what do you, uh, what do you, uh, tell us something, please send us pictures of your bedroom. Ah, we're lonely. <laughs> and then people tell me, they say, John, you did a great job. He's off enjoying life. I'd say, I don't give a fuck if he's enjoying life. I miss him. I wanted, I wanted to have grandchildren right now. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't care if it ruins his life. I no, knock some girl up and drop off the, the babies here. I'll take care of them. I like babies. Hmm. Um, That's what I told him. I gave him some advice. Good, good. So he's just going crazy around, around these dorms, just like banging everything that moves. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Oh, good. Uh, you well, knock on a door. My dad told me to come in. Yeah. Well done, Yogi. <laughs> Go raw oh. dog, Yogi. That's the fastest way to get grandchildren. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the other thing I was really sad about and uh, morose about was the, the death of Quibi this week. It was just yeah. So sad. sad. Yeah. So, you know, like they spent one almost $1.8 billion to... They from they collected all that, this money from investors to to deliver great content to us that we could watch vertically on our phone. Yeah, I was longing for something to do with my phone that would be entertaining. You know, because I don't want to watch things that are more than seven to ten minutes long. And you know, when you've got the the likes of one of the Hemsworth brothers and Steven Spielberg, who really understands the, the three inch screen. Mm -hmm. and, like, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess the, the the biggest tragedy is like, why didn't any of us get a deal with Quibi? Oh, I guess I did. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was, I was straight up. I was, I was ready for. I had a whole, uh, I had a deal, and it, it collapsed. So yeah, this was the streaming service that was released for specifically for phones at first, and it was all. Oh, you don't have you don't have to explain. It was the dumbest idea ever in the history of ideas. Uh, yes. And a bunch of old rich people thought, hey, kids are looking at their phones. What if we give them really expensive content on their phones? Here's the pitch. It'll be like YouTube, only it'll suck and it'll cost billions of dollars. So, Steve, do you know people who had shows on Quibibibi? Yeah. And what what is their feeling? They just cast the checks and were like, "Thanks." Uh, they didn't pay a lot because you got your con you got your IP back after a certain number of years, and you could stitch it together. And really, sell it. yes. So, uh, so David, you know, Lynch, David Lynch is turning his uh, twelve episodes into a feature film. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it it seemed like not the worst idea, but they could have taken that one point eight billion and done it uh, you know like bot shows that are already big on youtube or tiktok and slowly uh, got people used to like watching stuff rather than paying they, they reese witherspoon spoon six million dollars to voice over for a bird documentary right they could have taken that money and purchased things like content or, or harness content creators who are already viral and see how that went is what you're saying. Marty, you need to turn up your mic. Okay, but is that what you're saying? No, I, I'm not, I don't want to do it on air. What? Oh, that's better. No, Someone just, tweeted in and said they, okay, they can't. Okay, that's fine, but just uh, we, you can still continue the conversation. I think I think it's more important to talk about how loud you are than Quibi. 
Me? I'm just, loud? No, no you're just, gonna you're gonna continue. Why is it so dead? fucking hard to just engage like continue a thread? Because we're both stoned. <laughs> I'm stoned. Yeah, no. But I don't I don't like to dunk on Quibi because they tried to do something and yeah, I, I was trying to sell the show to them right at the end and I kept going faster, like push them because they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> They are losing their lease. I mean, but, six uh, months, like six, seven months, they burned through all that money. And I mean, it's just. It's good. It's good in the long run because people will realize, yeah, that doesn't work. So try something different. I mean, I was funny. I was thinking today, like I just randomly came across this video. Uh, it's a nine second video. I'm going to play it here. Hopefully it'll play. Um, but it, like, you know, I, I signed up for the the trial of for quibi and didn't spend any money but it, it was I, I couldn't it didn't grab me at all in in the least and like so here's here's this is a, a video called the best comeback ever so some total jerkwad just said that my laugh was gross so i turned around and i said yeah well your face is gross <laughs> i just thought that was really funny but maybe you had you to see it yeah yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anyhow, the point is six point six million people watched that video, which is around six point one more million more people than watched Quibi. So uh, there you go. I think I, I, I do want to. I think Steve is right. It's not. It, it's I, not. I need um, to turn my mic up. No, no, no. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, not about that. Uh, oh. Speaking of John, don't don't interrupt Marty. I know. Okay, go ahead, Marty. With your point, I should what? Okay, so uh, I agree with uh, Steve uh, in that it wasn't a bad idea in and of, in and of itself. It just was really, really bad execution. And so, like the, all the shows that I watched, and I tried to watch a few, um, they all were like, "What if? What if we took things that already exist and then just broke them up into ten-minute segments?" And that's it. That's the only thing that we'll do. It's a completely new platform. You know, it's a it's a new way of delivering content or could be or it's an old way. But when, what we're going to do is we're going to take an hour long show that it would have a, and instead of having commercial breaks, we'll just break up the show there. Yeah, it seems like that uh, YouTube and TikTok don't have the gatekeepers. They don't have people to give notes and think they know what the audience wants. The audience just lets the creators know because it's democratized if you don't mm -hmm. you you have a lots of views that's you're doing something right continue to do what you're doing at the same and, time it's really hard to make a living based on just youtube uh income you know? yeah i don't give i don't give a fuck about that but right, i have right. millions of of cooking shows that i watch i don't care that they're they're not getting paid i as the end user i get to watch a lot of stuff and i think the takeaway hopefully would be like yeah we need to get the 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 note people the people that go, yeah, but what if we give a uh, a court show to uh, John Legend's wife? Like that sounds like fun. Like in, in nope. a way, it just it, it the market gets to speak, and these executives get like in Quibi's case, like these executives get called on the fact that they have no real like uh, insight or knowledge. You know, they're they're monkeys picking, you know, throwing darts at a, a, a whatever corkboard picking shows that way you know 
I mean, th- that's uh, that's the level of success that they had, you know. Well, they, they did had what to, everyone they had... does at a studio or a television network. They threw money at talent, thinking people would go, "I like Chris Helmsworth. Who's this one? Oh, Zeppo. Yeah, I'll I'll watch his show." Like, Zeppo Helmsworth the, is my favorite Helmsworth. That's just like there's people on YouTube that are not celebrities that have become celebrities, and all YouTube has to do is just host the content. Yeah, yeah, smarter. Yeah. So they should have done like a kind of hybrid, like, like pay five dollars more, you know, per video than than YouTube pays, and just get the top talent there. Yeah, just like lure the talent over, get people used to it, and then slowly roll I mean, out like which is not high quality an easy thing shows. to do. But it, I, I think you would last it, with that with that method. You would last longer than six months. With- I talked to somebody who thinks they're in the know over there, and he said, "Oh, we we could pivot in six months. Like we have like all this content, but we have other content and we can literally just like stop everything and then become a cooking platform in, in like six months. And that was not the case. I was lied to. Yeah. Hollywood lies. Hollywood, Hollywood lies. Full of lies. Okay. We, we get real on this podcast. Finally. Uh, um, we also sir, like we're handed, we were handed a, uh, another bit of bad news this week. Uh, the amazing Randy, James Randy, who is a magician and uh, and paranormal investigator. He died at the age of 92. That's, a, I think, what Kevin would call a big bucket of wind. He had suffered through heart problems, cancer, and still, you know, was pretty, uh, you know, vigorous in his in his early nineties, but he, he passed away this week. Do you, do you guys, are you guys familiar with James Randi? No, no. Oh, I am now. Oh, okay. So he was, um, he was a magician and he sort of, uh, helped me, uh, inspired me to become the, the cantankerous crank that I am, the, the contrarian. He would, he was a magician and he showed up on uh, the Johnny Carson show and they would, there was a guy like, cause Johnny Carson was also a magician. Johnny Carson was a television personality back in the sixties and seventies. Um, uh, so, uh, but like, so he would have a psychic come on. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to channel Cardenas. What are you guys talking about? Uh, uh. Oh my God. Is she in the room? I, in the, in the what? The, the walled room. off area indoors. Walled off area indoors. Yeah. Uh, So he like Johnny Carson would enlist him to to sort of deal with uh, these psychics like Yuri Geller, you know, and so Yuri Geller Geller. Geller was a a, a spoons spoons and could could divine like the contents of closed uh, sort of things. And so uh, closed like little like film canisters, I guess they were. And uh James Randi would then just like say, okay, well, let's do it this way. And would just do a little thing. And then Yuri Geller would like be like, oh, I'm not feeling it. I, you know, the spirits are, are very capricious and, and they're not working in my favor today. And so then he wouldn't be able to do his trick. And then there was another guy who's, who could like, like turn pages of a telephone book with his mind. You know, he was like a, 
kung fu. Oh, who master. can't do that? Yeah. So then um, James Randi was like, "Okay, we'll put some." I, like, I'm. What's thinking, a telephone book? I'm thinking that that this is like has to do with uh, like something wind. So just put a bunch of popcorn, like styrofoam pellets, around there and see if he can do it. And of course, he couldn't do it. And then there was a guy who said, "Oh, I'm magnetic. I can stick metal things to my body." And then so then. James Randi said, oh, put some talcum powder on him on his chest. And of course, it didn't work. And it's just like those simple sort of things like sort of helped pioneer this skeptical uh, movement. And he is. So he took all the fun out of life and you're he's your hero. Uh, Well, I don't know if he took the fun out of life. I think he just. It sounds like he did. No, he he spawned. A whole uh, generation of critical thinkers, and a couple of several generations of critical thinkers, and I think we could all benefit from that in these times of fake news. Was Kreskin? Uh, was Kreskin? Uh, who was? What side was he on? Kreskin. I remember <laughs> Kreskin. That that's way before my time. It is. Yeah, I don't know who, who Kreskin is. I've heard the name. Kreskin. We had a, a board game that had his had his face on it. Oh. You try and do some ESP. Oh, oh I thought yeah. they were in contemporaries. The amazing, they were both amazing. Yeah. So I figured yeah, they knew yeah. each other. And the thing is, like these these sort of charlatans would go into college labs and perform the same tricks that they would do, you know, on stage and fool these researchers. So, and then Randy would come in, or or other skeptics would come in. Uh, and they would just show them that, oh, this is just a simple parlor trick. And that sort of thing is really important to, to have those assholes who spoil the party. And so, James Randi, you will be missed. For those of you listening live, instead of watching the World Series, the Dodgers are still up two to one. Two to one. We're in the seventh and, inning. And we're in, they're in the eighth inning. Eighth, eighth oh, inning. boy. The top of the eighth. Top of the eighth. So what's the over under on um, Cassandra coming in after the game's over? Oh, no. oh, she's too drunk. No, no. Yeah, she's yeah. been drinking all day. If, Come on, yeah, she's all been that. drinking all day. Yes, but what's the over under in her coming in? The well, no, no. <laughs> if the Dodgers win, she's going to yeah. be at Staples Center, like lighting shit on fire. You know, because oh, they, they won. She's celebrating. She's celebrating. She, she's a rioter. She's a riot girl. No, a cele- a celebrationist. It's something I just don't understand. Celebrationist. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you is loot, that, is that a is that a sex thing? A celebrationist? Is that a new thing? A new name for some kind you of something? Turn everything into a sex thing, John, and that's why you are a dirty old man. Yeah, not everyone out. Something I don't turn into. A se- I can think of a few. <laughs> if you give me a minute. <sighs> no, you're right. Everything. Yeah, Steve, give him a big, sweet B12 shot in his butt. Uh, do I have to? Yeah, you do. Um, I'll do speaking, it. Speaking of disappointment, um, yes. uh, you know what's not happening tonight? Yes. So Buzz saw to this again, Miami Nights. The final episode will not be airing tonight. I know everybody's been hoping to, to uh, hear the conclusion. And this is one of a, a series of unrelated uh, sequels. It, it will not air tonight. And why is that, Steve? Because it's not done. Yeah. 
Yeah. But okay, if I had handed it in late, you would have jumped on me and some fuckhead forgot to send his stuff in on time. But because Cassandra, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, get she was late. Yeah, it's all right. You know, shit happens. Wait, 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 wait. Why don't I get the shit happens excuse? I like, thought I thought we agreed it was my fault. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking John. Yeah. I mean, blame, if you need to blame someone, blame John because he could use some blaming. But yeah, eh, you know, if she's not here, like she's not here to enjoy us all listening together as the viewers might listeners might not know we i listen to it because i make it but the other people are hearing it live as well yeah but performer writers right and we uh we only know um if we wrote it we kind of know what happened but most of us record our parts and don't actually read it Uh, yes that that has happened at least uh for me twice (laughs) or i'll read it and be like i don't know what's good why do only I have three lines? Uh, because well, I think you answered your question yeah, right there. Yeah. Mm. Like, because with Steve, minimum, minimal effort. Yeah, Steve is just like, <laughs> give him the least. It'll come in on time, and I can edit around him. Uh, they, the episode is great. It's super fun. And next week, just so everyone knows, we are going to take the week off. And what? And Steve, I should probably should have asked you about this beforehand. But what I plan to do is stitch all 11 episodes together in and we'll air that in place in lieu of our live show. And everybody can listen all over again and just so that they can hear the final episode. That sounds like fun. Buzzsaw too. Are we going to put the final episode in there or leave it till the week after? Well, that's that we'll discuss. We'll discuss at, at the pre-show meeting that what happened an hour ago that I should. What? <laughs> what? Damn what, it. What's happening? Damn it. God. Can't do anything right. So stupid. Uh, what? Yeah. What? What? Uh, I love, I love these meta jokes. Mm hmm. So, hey, can somebody explain to me why the World Series is taking place in Texas? Uh, uh, well, I think it's because of COVID nineteen, which is a global pandemic, uh, and um, it's safer to be in one place. I don't know. And, and they chose Texas because they've got their shit really, together. It's really safe there in Texas, and everybody well, is paying attention. Well, because to the they, they don't want the the teams to travel. And so they want to keep mm. them in one place and then they need to have it be a neutral place. And I mm. guess if you do a, a graph it on a map, Texas is literally halfway between, I don't know. Florida don't know. and California. I guess. I don't know. Mm. Who cares? Really? Yeah. Who cares? The I best. would do it like on a barge out in the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Uh, it is amazing what the NBA did, like that they managed to keep that all contained in a Disney dome. But at the end of the day, who cares? Um, wait, who won Who won the NBA? Did, did LA win it? LA did. LA Lakers oh, won. Great. And so now we're, we're about to... It's no fun don't if, we can't, if we can't... Don't, burn, don't spoil it. If we can't burn everything down. Damn it. So, Steve, are you? do you follow LA football at all? No, nah, not really. All right. Cool, cool. <laughs> I don't. It's like eh, there was. I lived here for twenty five years, and most of it had no football. And I, I got now two teams because of Tom Brady moving over to the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. So I, at the end of two football games, I'm done. Like I don't want to watch any more stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lot. Well, this weekend I watched the the like I said before the the David Byrne show, which was really well done, and um, you know it's a performative performance show, so it's not like a conventional documentary or film, but still really really enjoyable if you like David Byrne. Uh, did you guys watch anything good this weekend? My my uh, uh, my wife and my mother in law are are watching the uh, movie about Helen Reddy, which is uh, she and I watched some of it too. <laughs> She's I am woman. Yeah, I, I don't recommend that um, unless you're over the age of seventy. Um, but it's uh, and uh, watched uh, what do you call it? The Queen's Gambit. Uh, which uh, stars the the young woman who's in The Witch, who's really uh, really great. She's a great actress and very interesting looking. Um, and um, I think she does a really good job. I've read some stuff where people complain about it being slow, but I like it because it really gets kind of geeky about chess in a really geeky way. So you know. that sounds like fun. But yeah, it doesn't really sound like fun. No, I like chess. Oh, well, if you I mean, if you want to see a, a, a movie that actually seems like the people who wrote it knew something actually about chess, hmm. then, you know, this is for you. And if you don't, if that doesn't appeal to you, then <laughs> you won't like this. It's on what, what? Where does it live? I think it's on Netflix. Okay. What about you? And uh, yeah. See anything, Steve? Yeah. Uh, what did I watch last night? I've been watching the HBO doc, The Vow, about the Nexium sex cult. What is that? What is oh. what? What is all of that? I mean, The Vow, I, I, yeah, what is, what is the Nexium sex cult? It's a, uh, it's a organization created how by. Can, how can I join? I, by the end of the first episode, I was like, what's the problem? This sounds like this guy's really smart, really charismatic. You go up to Albany, you hang out with a bunch of Canadian pretty actresses, and you talk about ethics and, uh, you know, basically like sort of Scientology light. Uh, but by the third episode, it's like, oh, yeah, he was branding them and, you know, and branding like them literally like, like cattle. Not like the marketing. Oh, we're branding. Like, no, they burned his initials right above their cooches. Uh, but well, it, it's it, he's uh, you know it's real interesting. Like, it, it's it happened a couple of years ago. It all exploded, and it, it was very big here in L.A. because it involved actresses, mostly Vancouverian, who are on a lot of sci-fi shows. Uh, yeah, like and you know, mill. it's like kind of like Scientology. Like, yeah, I mean. No offense to the actors on this uh, podcast, but most most actors, you know, not the sharpest of tools. They can be conned into a lot, and there's a little bit of that going on in this. But I don't know. I was like, I want to join this cult. This looks like fun. Well, you know, a cult, yeah. I mean, you could start a cult. seems like it's more fun to start a cult than to actually be in one. Yeah, I do not have the charisma. I, I the guy's really charismatic. That's it's like all the, about personal and professional development through seminars. Don't put yourself down, Stephen. I no, think yeah, yeah. I've tried. I've you, tried. If you join these, these I remember trying to talk. I, no, I tried no, to talk no. a girlfriend Just into a three way. Come on, I was down. If, it's if you sit through several tiers of executive success programs, you will be able to have all the threesomes that you want. Mm. Uh, well, well, you know that would be a good cult that just teaches you how to start a cult. Except mm. for <laughs> that's a good idea. 
that's that's a fucking good idea yeah like, i gotta go <laughs> Uh, you know, I want to kind of live up in upstate New York and talk about physics and then get, you know, head from young blonde women. That was what I was taken by it. I was like, wow, these are some white people with their white people problems. Yeah, it's a, a bunch of white, skinny white couple women. of Asians, maybe one Central Asian, yeah. but it's a lot of like... I just don't feel like I'm living up to my potential and my career dreams are not manifesting. And, and it's a little bit of like, I watched a cop sit on a dude's neck while he was being filmed. And he was like, eh, <laughs> like, yep. uh, listen, white people, it's not that bad. We got it pretty so good. The, what's the guy's name? Who's the, the head of it. Keith something. Uh, Keith, Keith Reams, Keith, uh, Nexium. Yeah, Keith Nexium. Well, he was just sentenced today to, Renier. To, Renier? to 120 years in prison. So, yeah, but he's going to live for a billion years if according you do to a his, cult. Uh, if you start a cult, be sure to you conserve the time. So, be sure is, to Is Nexium is Nex is Nexium also the name of a drug or am I What's well, spelled uh, it's spelled very differently. So, uh Nexium but, but it is John, whatever it is, you're on it for your GERD. Yeah. My GERD? My GERD? What is GERD? Oh, you don't even know. Oh. Gastrointestinal yeah, reflux disease, something it's like that. It's acid reflux, but it's the smarty smart pant way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, you got Jesus GERD. You look Christ. like you're a GERD sufferer. Uh, so I am now. <laughs> did you finish the whole thing, Steve? No, I'm about three oh, or four into it. Did but... I spoil the ending by just telling you that he got sentenced to 120 uh, years? It was all over the news today, so it's not really oh. spoiled. All right. Uh, Don, no, it begins with like he's been convicted of the crime, and then it kind of takes a step yeah, back. It does a really a good job yeah. of making you uh, like find him really interesting and fun, and then it slowly is like something's odd with this dude, and he calls himself Vanguard, and there's this really uh, strange eyebrowed uh, lady who's his lieutenant, and she's called the Proctor, and they wear scarves. Uh, based on whether you're a teacher or a student or a blah, and you're just like badges on your scarves, like you're in the fucking Girl Scouts. Like it's fucking weird. Former Red Sox Mookie Betts just uh -huh. hit a solo home run. 3 1. 3 1. Wow. My, uh, is anyone, my, str my stream is slow. It's behind. Are there any Mookies who don't play professional sports? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There this is a couple. Yeah, like whom? Name one. Well, there's uh, Mookie Smith, who uh, hangs out at the 7-Eleven in uh, Kingston, New Hampshire, uh, and uh, says always says he's got uh, he's got uh, crank, but he never does. Uh, and that's the only other one that Mookie. I know of. All right. Um, okay, so there's one Mookie who is not playing. Um, is that his Christian name, or is it is it picked yeah. up? Yeah. No, no, Mookie Betts is Marcus Lynn, quote, Mookie Betts. No, M Mookie Smith was named Mookie by his parents before yeah. they abandoned him in front of the uh, the volunteer fire department. He we call that a New that. Hampshire success story. <laughs> it's right. I emancipated myself when I was 14. Uh, Mookie, your parents left you at the fucking fire department. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> I, I hope the coos. I hope that coos getting real drunk. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh. Um, so we do have some um, things that we can get to. Just a couple. Uh, here we go. 
Oh, you have to press record. Oh, great. Oh, my God. See, I got the volume wrong again. Sorry, guys. Hold on just a second. Oh, it's only been 10 years, Marty. I mean, you're learning. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was great. Oh, she's even annoying when she's not present. Oh, we got the heart of it. Though. I was just thinking she's even if she's funny when she's not present. No, yeah, it was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Um, I'm the bad guy. Anthony writes in with character names for Buzzsaw Two. Mm. Oh, too bad it's over. Yeah, yeah. But but we'll we'll put these in the mix. We'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, I think we should say that they should. Uh, these are all suggestions and there's no guarantee that just because you come up with a, a, a name that'll get in, but is that, is that how you do improv Marty? Is that how, is that how I taught you to do improv? You just take everything as a, Oh, maybe we'll take it. Or maybe we'll do the thing we wrote last night. Yeah. Oh. It's almost like a deposition. It's not improv. It's well, to the best of your knowledge, could you give us a location and a occupation? Oh, within the realm well, of no viability well, where two lawyers might meet in front of a judge this is called writing it is not uh, called improv it's writing oh oh is this what you call writing mm. man we gotta talk we gotta sit down and have a conversation okay what is, okay what are the names i'm no, writing no, no, them down no no let, let's go let's talk about this about what writing writing is uh yeah, never mind. Go ahead. What are the No, are you the brought it up. You were insulting me. Let's take this through. Let's follow this through. You brought Writing. it up. You you derailed the train. So now you get to to be the conductor. Go ahead. All right. So what I'm going to try and do is try and talk and see how long it takes before you interrupt me. Damn it. I oh my it. god, I can't. Shit. This is the worst. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right, Steve, you're the writer. You tell him. Willie Fisterbottom. Yeah, I love it, love it. Uh, Holy shit. I love it. Wilma Fingerdoo. Wilma Fingerdoo. In in a pinch. In a pinch, I think, is the answer to that question. Um, Thank you. In a pinch? What's that? What's that? I'm writing down. What was the other one? About the finger bottom? Oh, after finger bottom? No, Willie Fisterbottom. Fisterbottom, and then finger bottom. No. His brother, Willie Fingerbottom? Nope. Mookie Fingerbottom. Yep. Yep. That's it. Mookie Fingerbottom. No. That's a good name, actually. Wilma Finger Do. Wilma Finger Do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Is that it? Yeah. yeah. That's it. Or, uh, oh. That's all? But the, he also wrote to recommend a horror film that's mm-hmm. it, uh, called High Tension. It's a. Uh, high tension. Yeah, it's a very gripping French film. It's well, very well done. It came out, I don't know, maybe ten years ago or so. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's a, it's a, a, a brain twister, as it were, uh, and with lots of gore. So if that's your thing, watch. Oh, tension. tension. What about high anxiety? Do you guys think high anxiety was as bad as I thought it was? Anybody? Terrible. Anybody? Terrible movie. Uh, yeah. Except, Moving on. Except for here's your newspaper. Here's your newspaper. That was. That I don't was, remember that. Oh. Um, I remember him singing high anxiety. And I was like, why is that funny? Why is he singing like that? I didn't understand it. All right. Uh, well, the, it's a, a send up directed by Mel Brooks of Hitchcock films. And yeah. In the way that he did uh, Star Wars and Spaceballs, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's all these little vignettes stitched together, filmed in San Francisco, uh, that were mildly amazing. It was terrible. It was, I, I'm sorry I brought it up. It just it was it was it was one of the first movies I saw that was terrible, and I was like, oh, movies can be terrible. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's a time when you realize like, oh, not all movies are great. Like right, the Flintstones in space is a shitty, shitty movie. You know. Mm. Uh, I, I would disagree with that, you know, right. but we can. Okay. We can, All right. Well, wait, we'll wait. High Anxiety was vignettes? Well, not vignettes, no, but it was it was a story, but they, they were all these set pieces. It was all just built so that they could do oh, these. So they could do the, like, the shower scene from Psycho, right, but it's, right. it's Harvey a guy Corman, with a newspaper. Oh, not Harvey Corman. It's a bellhop delivering a newspaper. And because Psycho was in black and white, uh, the ink from the newspaper spirals down the the drain looking just like psycho oh hold on marty slow slow down i gotta catch my breath from laughing so hard um okay i oh, caught it thank okay. you okay. That right. was... well then well then okay I, I was a friend of mine worked on a show called justified and they i, I remember meeting him over at his offices once and mel brooks had offices next door and they were like we gotta walk by very quietly and i'm like why like it's Mel Brooks. He's a, he's 275 years old. And they're like, he comes snooping around. He hangs out. He's got ideas for the show. He's, he's like some for justified. Yeah. And I was, and I'm like, what do you do? And they're like, uh, yeah, sure. That's a good, one. I had this idea when I was driving and he's like one of those old vacatas who's like, but made so much money and his wife is dead. Right. He's, he's yeah. a widowed and bankrupt. And Bancroft, and so he drives to some office where I don't. I don't think he does anything. He just kind of sits there and makes some phone calls, and then has a meeting, and then oh, only two more hours to lunch. I better head out now, yeah, because I got I got to go meet Harvey Corman in he the marina. A, he had a good run of just signing away um, his film rights to Broadway adaptations and made a shitload of money off Young Frankenstein. Well, no, he was involved with the with the producers on Broadway and and he was involved with us. He, yeah. he no, worked, no. he's still working. No, no. And and but he's, he is 900 years yeah, old, so. But he is sharp as a tack and if you hear him in interviews, he's hilarious. I, I think he is an American treasure. Uh, a lot of swings <laughs> and misses, but okay, just take your coke mirror. Oh God! Okay, when it's, I say uh, coke anything mirror, to keep me awake. When I this. say coke mirror, that that is not uh, like a, I'm a little a, stuffed up. No, no, it's not. It's not an encouragement for you to go lean into the microphone and do the same thing again. That's funny that you say American Treasure because I, I I had an email exchange with uh, Jeff Goldblum's agent today, uh-huh. and I literally wrote like, "Tell him that he's an American treasure." And his Mildred Schnitzer orchestra shows at Rockwell and Los Feliz are greatly missed. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet. He passed on something I'm trying to do. Oh, oh he passed. But, okay, uh, thanks. Yeah. But I called thanks. him an American. This is after the pass, but I really like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I feel like he's he's about to uh, Bill Murray real soon. Like, he's just like, oh, that guy's awesome. Like, oh, he should know, just do everything. He's there. I mean, after being in Thor Ragnarok, he is like, he can do no wrong, kind of. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, and he's great. And if you've ever even even with those ap- apartment.com things, even that, though that kind of lowers a little bit, that really does. does. But he is awesome. But he, he is, is also, awesome. a, you know, he's a jazz pianist, and he is so wildly entertaining as he plays pretty well. You know, he's I I was very impressed watching him play. So, and strangely, that same guy I know on Justified wrote on a show called Reigns that starred Jeff Goldblum. In like 
the nineties or That's something. That's a good story. Reigns. Yeah. He's story. like, he was so I nice. I like that. I like that story. Yeah, it's nothing. He's just, I got Goldblum on the brain as well as, uh, Taylor Elmore from, uh, justified taylor elmore yeah that's his name yeah really nice guy all right i mean because like elmore leonard right he created justified right yeah all right so it's like he did yeah it's like this chain of taylor elmore leonard yeah it's great i said you should send that over to wheel of fortune but you know sajak's a real hard ass bernstein (laughs) um okay so if you were going to go on Shark Tank... My name's Taylor Elmore, and your name's Elmore Leonard. I mean, uh, they must have just talked for hours. Okay. Uh, oh, very quickly, <laughs> very quickly, uh, Fascination Street Podcast just emailed. I don't know who, what that is, who that is, what that's about. I, I've uh, heard hey, of that. I've heard it's very good. Hey, guys and gal, just wanted to throw a quick email to let you know that this coming Monday, my guest is none other than Lance Mountain. That's right. Oh. If anyone wants to know a bit more about Steven Kruger, check out Fascination Street Podcast, wherever you get podcasts. Also, we talk a little bit about Marty, too. Boring. Oh, yeah. Me, 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 Enjoy uh, Steve Owens. Steve Owens? Okay, there's a Steve Owens who apparently listens to the show. Oh. Yeah. That's yes, my not- wife did his podcast, and she came up and was like, what am I going to talk about? I said, woman. You have never shut up. I've never heard you be quiet for more than 13 seconds. And then, you know, a lot of crying. And then, you know, like a day later after not speaking, she came around and she's, uh, Steve Owens told me she talked for like, they talked for like two and a half hours. They have edited it down. Steve, Steve Owens. Owens wait, wait, this they podcast edit? edits. They yeah. Edit. Oh, wow. Steve Owens is the Barbara Walters of podcasting. He will make anyone cry no matter where you are. He's a woman with a speech impediment. <laughs> That's white. <clears throat> That's I think he's like a hillbilly Paul Harvey. That's what I, I think right. he is. Hillbilly Paul Harvey. There's a uh, That's a great reference. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? Mm, I want to drink a white claw and talk about pussy stuff. Wee. I do a podcast called Trashy Trashy. You're so jealous. And then You're and then so I say, oh boy, that er- that Erica, she is just so funny. All right. And she gets all mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all fun it's all there it's all fun eh, i wouldn't uh, call it fun okay um so if you were going to go on shark tank what would you pitch oh i i i would uh i would pitch my my new um set of of training videos on how to start your own cult <laughs> fuck you john i'm suing you that's what? mine no. I, I already made the. Uh, I registered it while we were on this fucking no, podcast. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because I registered it. Mm. Uh, yeah, what we're going to work on it together. What Let's I- do it. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Learning Annex. I'm Steve and I'm John. This is a real small room, isn't it? Anyway, I went to Yale. <laughs> anyway, quiet, John. I'll, I'll let you know when you need to speak. Stick to the I, script. Anyway, I, so you're all. Have you seen my of- keys? You're all a bunch of white men who want to really average looking, but with a lot of charisma. And you want to have sex with bone uh, down. young blonde I women. Down. Oh, Mr. Kruger. Now, let me, ha- well, John, why don't you hand out the packet? Oh, we could, we could do that. The learning. Anna. Can oh, we, so you want to start a cult? Oh, my God. So absolutely. You, so you no want problem. to start a cult? I yeah. guess is what it would call. Oh, that, okay. There we go. Um, and what do you think makes a good cult leader? 
Uh, just uh, an unbelievable amount of uh, chutzpah. Self, yeah, self-confidence. Yeah, like, so uh, there's a lot of media of this guy that was uh, uh, sentenced today, uh, Keith Harrison, whatever the fuck his name is. And so there's t- there's like a movie about him because some filmmaker ding dong gets looped up in, in the cult, and there's everything is b- b- filmed like there's a tremendous amount of media. And the guy reminds me, he's like a smart version of Trump. He never stammers. He never goes. Hmm, that's a good question. Let me think. Uh, right. um, I will never be a cult leader then. No, no, you're a mumbly uh, fuck. Well, but yeah, he's just, I don't really know there's no, I mean, I was, they were showing some marketing meetings and, you know, they pitch you him as this, he's got one of the highest IQs of anyone on earth. What? And he, and he understands really advanced mathematics. Like he's a smart dude. Whereas Uncle Donald is just a fucking, you know, he's a, orange sea cucumber that rolled out of the fucking foam of the ocean. And um, I, I don't know. He just speaks so clearly and so well and has an answer for everything. And even when people are starting to wonder, like, this is a little weird what you're doing. And he's like, is it? Maybe you need to look at yourself. Yeah, but It's like a tremendous amount of deflection what, what and a tremendous the, amount of self-confidence. What is the core of the Nexium ethos then? Oh, it's careful, super complicated. Careful. It's super complicated. It's like Nexium is just like the the mothership, and then there's all these other ones underneath it, like DOS and ESP, which don't mean the, th- the two things that you think it means. It, he he was kind of like a cult CEO, like he had lieutenants underneath. Him. Oh, so he was selling, teaching people how to to run cults, basically. So he's to run his cult, though. Like I want to teach people how to be him. Right, right. But you got first get it- step in most modern cults I've seen. You got to have some bad fucking frames. You mean glasses? Yeah. Well, the frames that hold the glass. I don't really care about the glass. It's he's yeah. got terrible frames. Like Koresh. His, Koresh had some bad frames. Koresh had really bad frames. Yeah, I think uh, J- Jones. Jim Jones had yeah, really bad terrible. frames. Yeah. Right. Uh, this this dude's lieutenant, the Proctor lady. She's got horrible frames. All right. Then I think I'm in. Then I'm yeah. back in. I'm back in. So if you're driving and you're like, I want to start a cult and you pass a Warby Parker, just keep going. Just just head over to Walgreens and just get the weird thick, uh, you know, on the side, but real narrow uh, frame, like glasses, okay, so glass part. I don't know anything about it, glasses. The message, the message is less important than the frames. Yeah. John, your frames are sort of normal. I mean, they're. Yeah, I don't know if I could be a cult leader. I no, was told- we, we would, we would have to do so. something. I was told uh, a long time ago by a friend of my friend of mine's mother that I should be a channeler. That was a thing. Ramtha is still a thing. And I thought that was uh, an interesting idea. And she was serious because she just thought I could bullshit people. What's a channeler? Yeah, what's well, that? if you channel, if you channel like uh, an ancient Egyptian king or or maybe uh, a wizard king of Atlantis. Oh, like like Shirley McLean in the 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, she, actually, Shirley MacLaine was channeling. I think she followed Ramtha. Ramtha was is still around. She is this lady that uh, supposedly channels uh, is a reincarnation and channels some whiz wise whiz guy, some whiz guy, some wise whiz guy from Egypt or whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah, but doesn't weirdly doesn't speak Egyptian, which is always no, no, no. Speaks English in a with an accent. Right, right, right. Which is great. So was was she tapping you to? There's two outs right now, and it's the top of the ninth. The Dodgers are one out away from winning the World Series. So was she tapping you to be a charlatan or to actually? She's like, oh, I think you have what you you could channel uh ramses or whatever you know well just to make just to make the uh, the story a lot more interesting um i will just start making some stuff up and then later on i am going to deny that i made it up no, no, but I, what you she recognized oh, in me uh-huh. was that i have a connection to the ancient uh kingdom of mithralia and Mithralia, for those of you who don't know, was even bigger than Atlantis. So she and was that... also small beneath the waves. And I have the ability to channel Bugsuther. So Bugsuther, she... Bugsuther is, is the wizard right. king of uh, the place no, I just mentioned but, but, that I can't remember the name of. Okay, so she thought you could channel or she thought that you could convince people that you could channel? Do you want the real truth? She thought I could convince people that I could channel. Oh, okay. And how is how did you like? So she didn't buy into it then. No, no, not at all. No. And how did you? React? She thought it was a good way to to make money from okay. dumb people. And so how did you you take that? How did I take that? Well, at the time, I thought it was a, a funny joke, and I moved on. But I remembered ever since I thought maybe I should have really done that because I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what QAnon did, you know, and they were just like, oh, let's throw this out there. Oh, people are buying it. Let's sell T-shirts. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. I guess whatever it takes. I mean, there's a lot of there are a lot of people that do that. Right. I guess I could I could try channeling right now and you guys could ask me questions about the future and uh, and, and wisdom and, and see if it works. OK. And who you are wanna, channeling? you want to do that? Uh, I'm channeling uh, Bug Soother. Uh, bug Soother. A Soother. No, it's Bug Soother. Bug Soother. Not Bug Soother. It's okay. Bug Soother. Okay. All right. So, uh, hey, Bug Soother. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got a channel. Bug Soother is here. I am ready for questions. So, who won the World Series? Which one? No, the LA Dodgers just won. Congratulations, just won. Dodgers! Oh, look at that! He should have said the Dodgers because they just literally won. Yeah, yeah. You Congratulations, could... Dodgers! Yeah. Welcome yeah. the fireworks that will keep me up. All I night. sense that the answer to your question is the Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers. What accent is that that you're shoving at us? I am from the kingdom of Mithrathia. This is a Mithrathian accent. Hmm. 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 All right. Uh, so who's going to win the election? The election for president will be won by Joseph Biden. But I predict that Donald John Trump will not accept the results of the election right. it's and just, will whine and cry about it it's just john. i have seen it's, this it's just john. i can it's tell just john. what happened i have what you're just you're just 
parroting what you said at the beginning of the podcast. Ask me a difficult question then, you peasant. Ooh. Wow. Jesus. Uh, Steve, you got one? My new uh, is exploding right now because the Dodgers won the losing uh, blast. What's your name? Uh, Methuselah? Methuselah? Bugsuther. Bugsuthala. Uh, is Cardi B and uh, what's his name from Migos? Are they going to work it out? Oh, I predict offset, Cardi yeah. B and Offset will eventually work it out once they realize that nobody is paying attention to their feud anymore. It will take about five months. Right. And then they will meet and say, that was good. Yeah. I see that happening. Yeah, see, I don't really see them feuding because they were married. So, no, they're feuding now. <laughs> well, she filed for divorce. That's what now they call they're feuding. Oh, okay, okay. Has it? Yeah. Um. All right. Thank you. Is that, you're welcome, Bugstoother. Uh, that had the sort of comedic uh, footprint of like a hastily put together Tonight Show bit. After someone canceled, <laughs> thank you, thank yeah. you. I like that. Like I that was, was around like ninety. Describe it. That was like ninety-eight percent of my improv shows. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw some of them. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw your sketch shows. You were fu- you were pretty funny. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you could change your name, what would you change your name to? Offset. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi B and I'm married Steve and in 2020 there was a spate of offsets that (laughs) that filled the baby great name offset that's just that is a great word offset that is so awesome and it's just like a Disneyland the offset little toy uh, license plates sold more than any others except for John now I enjoy Mis Amigos a lot but I'm not quite sure which one offset is because they all have like dark sunglasses and dreads and it's like they all dress wild. But yet one you of those. know every you know every distinction between all the members of Blackpink, which is so cool. Really? <laughs> Boy. Well, there's that. Uh, I was I was watching one of their videos and I couldn't tell them apart while they were okay, next to each other. That's a racist <laughs> thing to say. I don't know. I don't think that's racist. No, I think it's completely. No, racist. I can tell. Okay, I can tell so Korean people apart. I just can't tell K-pop people apart. Oh, how so it's not racist. It's oh, something my else. God. Yes, it's pure racism. No. But isn't like isn't the sort of the the common trope that Asian people have a similar look because yeah, there's not their hair and black, you know, they have one, all have one color hair naturally given to them is that there's, by they're, they're sort a, of an all seeing co- God who's uh, by all seeing Korean God. Uh, uh, is it that they're, that they're like sort of culturally they're ethnically pure? Like they haven't. And, and the reason us goofy white people all look insanely, there's a Howard Stern sitting next to a Simon Cowell. And you're like, how is this from the same planet? No, no it's, it's Americans. If you go, if you go and pick, uh, I saw this picture of uh, Armenia, uh, the Armenian street after an earthquake, like 30 years ago. And it was the cover of the New York times and it was struck. And there were all these people out in the street and they're all sad. They all have the same expression on their face and they all have the same face. No, mm. no, no, no. It, because it's because we're, we live in America. No, no, people right. all mixed together. No, it's because mm. you have, 
have been uh, like you have experienced a very specific set of phenotypes and in other places like yeah phenotypes like, what well phenotypes yes like is he in migos yeah phenotype is in me offset phenotypes. No, so like like if you don't if everybody has black hair and then there are other things you focus in on that to differentiate each other and if you've never seen an asian person you're just like oh an asian person is someone with black hair so that that immediately just puts you in with like you just don't have the tools to distinguish that that cohort of people. I don't think that's fair. I can tell. Yeah, I don't. Many Korean like, like, people from, uh, yeah, I definitely. You, when put, I, I, you put the members of BST and Blackpink together in a pile, okay. I wouldn't be able to tell any. I wouldn't know who is a man or a woman. It's or, BTS. I mean, they're all, it's BTS, not BST dad. Oh, okay, whatever. They're all. Let, all let him go. He'll are. tire himself out. <laughs> I don't know who Steve is talking to, me or John. <laughs> Eh. Yeah, no. I can't tell them apart. I can't tell you two apart. No, uh, I, I, it's you know, I don't know. It's just like I, Marty was like, "Oh, that's racist," but isn't it just like no, no, it's a more no? A I pure... was, that was a joke, but oh, it was hilarious. No, uh, it wasn't <laughs> it's hilarious. So funny oh, to call people. I love how Steve is just like he's the arbiter of comedy, but has yet to say something funny in this podcast. Yeah. 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 I feel like I've kept this thing going for ten years. I, I've done my I've done my uh my time. Uh, uh, no, but go on. No, it's just I. It's like there there's a there's a certain quality to different Asian countries. Like I I see a person and I'm like that's that's a Japanese person. Like I could just tell, and I could definitely tell a Korean person and a Chinese person. You get into more Southeast Asia, and I'm not quite as you know, I, what was the weird word you used before? Phenonome? Yeah, phenonome. What was it? <laughs> All right, moving what, on. What All right, white, white man, white man has ex- explained how he's mastered phenotype. identifying uh, races. So, yeah. No, but when I see white people, I'm like, I, uh, I don't know. That's a mutt. That's like, there's, there's a lot in there. It's a mess. When I look at Rand Paul, I'm like, I, I don't know what it's a poodle that met Ian Rand and made a ugly baby. I, I, you know, I don't get it. He's a mutt. We're mutts. Yeah, I would be proud that you're that a, a person from Japan is like, no, yeah, no. I'm purebred. Like I, no, my, but there's there. I'm what I'm saying is that within these these uh, environments, like the, these social groups you have to look for other markers to distinguish each other and so there are other things that just you guys are not in tune to that that like the same way that you know they see a bunch of white people and there are a lot of things that that make them see the same thing okay okay yeah like what like what you wouldn't understand Uh, he just wants to go. Oh, I just see a bunch of white people. Like, yeah, we're off. We're horrible. We're just, it's, but it's like going to the pound and seeing a bunch of mutts, and you're like, oh, look at that guy's teeth. Oh, look at that guy. One eye's up here, one guy's down there, and then you know, it's like what walking around saying? Beijing. I was like, holy shit, this is like right. ethnically pure. It's amazing. No, well, it is ethnically pure, but it's still there are still differences. Yeah. 
that is your yes. response to everything. I am just talking about hair, eyes, nose, and mouth. Yes, they oh, definitely wait. smelled weird. Wait, wasn't that from all that jazz? No, that's from your childhood. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees and toes. No, no. Anybody? Hey, wait, is this thing get on? this guy a grandchild so he can retire and <laughs> oh, carve my, shit out of. If you have a child. If you have yeah. a young child under the age of four that you want uh, to get rid of, uh, give me a call. Yeah, he will. Wait, 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 wait. I think we got the next Marty. Sandler movie. He will. It's Sandler plays a child, uh, empty nest grandfather yeah. who starts a cult. Right. And then amuses children. Oh my god! Until yep. they turn five years old, and that at that point they like they flee the nest because they're like, ugh, that joke again. Yeah. It wasn't that great when I was four, and now that I'm five, I'm over it. That's them walking away. Hey, Bogwani Sandler, what's the meaning of life? Oh, don't worry about it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, Okay, here's twenty five hundred dollars. I really enjoyed the tech that you taught at this class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and now you can get to be the inner circle for another five thousand dollars, and you get to meet uh, Spade or Rob Schneider. <laughs> uh, wait, what's hey, wrong? it's Spade. What are you doing? All right, I used to make a lot of money. Mm. Uh, yeah. What's what's Rob Schneider's line um, that he says? Hire me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, he has the same line in in every in every Sandler movie. You can do it. Mm. And you know what? That was a test to see who knew that line, and you passed. Well Thank done. you. Well done, Stephen. I have seen The Waterboy, and when he did it, everyone in the theater erupted like it was amazing. And I looked to the person I was with, and I went, "What the fuck just happened?" They yeah. said he said his line. Yeah. And yeah. I, went, I mean, like if you just have a, I'm podcast, not going to see a Sandler movie until I'm doing a podcast. If you build in your comedy years. around like in jokes, it just is. It's so lame. Like, <laughs> right, old man with the keys. Low. Right, old man <laughs> with the keys. Hey, old man with the keys. Yeah. Do the thing. The keys. Yeah, dance so monkey. Dance monkey. To, <laughs> take a nap again. Dance monkey, dance. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, have you guys had a six degrees of separation moment? Or what do you mean? I don't know. I'm just reading off of a list. Uh, what's your? <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is. What's this your is most inspirational? What's your most annoying habit? What? What's your most? Cocaine. Wait a minute. What about the six degrees of separation thing? Uh, you... I've moved on from that. I don't even know what you meant. What's your most annoying habit, John? My most annoying habit? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Marty. What do you think my most annoying habit is? That's not the question. You have to have well, some introspection. Uh, Jesus Christ! I, have, have you thought about this? Because I haven't thought about no, this. I have not you, thought you... about this at all. Do you, what is your most annoying habit? I think everybody will know what yeah, it is, yeah. but do you know what it is? Yeah, I just talk and don't listen. To it. No, no. It, well, that is annoying. No, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah, maybe that is your most annoying habit. I was just thinking of your shuffling. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's endearing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, maybe my most annoying habit is that I uh, pass gas all the time, constantly. Ooh, yeah. Steve, I find that endearing. Steve, what's your most annoying habit? Uh, I, I'm emotionally distant. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Is that a habit or a way of life? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's more it's of a religion. Self-preservation. Mm. I mean, that, all the best cult leaders were emotionally distant. Yeah. Mm. My mm, worst maybe. habit. Uh, that's a good one. Like, I don't really... I, I, I've. Uh, what's the difference between a habit and a picadillo? A habit? Uh, uh, four or five syllables? Yeah. I don't know what a habit is. Is picadillo in that it's band? It's a habit. Is Piccadillo one of the uh, Offset Boys? Or... <laughs> yeah, the Offset Boys <laughs> down Migos Way. Did, yes. Yeah, don't don't ask us to spell it because it's crazy. <laughs> is Piccadillo e -E one of the C A D I double L O Piccadillo Piccadillo? Very good, very good. I, I'm yeah. sure you're right. Yeah. I wasn't paying any attention. Can't spell. Um, that is one of my really bad habits. Like I uh, I can't spell. And I think I have like a tiny bit of a learning disability. Like I see letters oh, incorrectly in my, tiny. in my brain, I, massive learning disability. <laughs> and, uh, I will hand something written in and I'm like, Oh God, I forgot an S at the end of that word. Just cause my brain moves faster than my fingers. And, uh, it's a bad habit. I should get ahead of it, but I won't. Oh uh, Yeah. Cool. My text chains are like littered with like, oh, well, that's not the word I meant to write. Eh. Luckily, society has caught up with me, and people are like, eh, whatever, just all right, get in the ballpark. I'm giving Cassandra like four more minutes, you know, because oh, she's she's looting. Forgot, I forgot. She's lighting <laughs> off fireworks out of her cooch. Uh, wait, why? <laughs> why would you say that, Steve? <laughs> Why wouldn't you say that? My, if I had that, if I had that loaded up, I would have said it. Yeah. All right. No, I, I would have said something else. I would have said vagina. <laughs> uh, what fictional character do you identify most closely with? What? What? What kind of character? Fictional. Oh. I'm rereading the book as we speak. Well, not. Oh, I don't know that book. Speak. What's what's that one about? Uh, it, it's by Irv Schaltzberg. It's called As We Speak. Oh. No, it's called I'm reading this as we speak. Oh, and uh, oh, he is uh, literally narrating it to you as he is writing it, and you are uh, hearing it. And he's and he's the, saying he's it. in the room That's with great, you. The name of the book in the room with you. This as we speak. <laughs> I'm by, writing this as we speak. By Irv Schaltzberg. By Irv Schaltzberg. A name I just created as I was typing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really really written by John Irving, but he does it in the character of Irv Schaltzberg, and he writes it as you read it. Uh, it's tough on him. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. <laughs> Is he like in the next room? or? or <laughs> yeah, wait, are you just coming where? up with an, like, an excuse to say that word? So, so, I have no problem saying room. Brum. You do. Brum. You do. Brum. So, what Brum. is the book, Steve? A Confederacy of Dunces by John, John Kennedy, Kennedy Tool. Tool. Oh, really? He yeah. Ignatius J. Riley is this overeducated oaf who hates everything and complains and is just so obnoxious. And he's my favorite character. Someone should turn that into a movie. No, yeah. don't. Don't ruin it. Mm -mm. They've been trying if you've not read it, you should really decades. read a Confederacy of Dunces. All right. Okay. I mean, not you guys. You guys don't read. Nope. I read it. I I did a podcast with it for several years. Um, John. Yeah, I was hoping you weren't gonna. Uh, I I I 
I Jacob actually, Bob Crane. No, R two D two. Because you like when ladies stuff shit into you. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. Just... And, and then you run away <laughs> for six movies. <laughs> See what I don't understand? Like they got the X wing fighters. They can mm. travel through fucking space, and yeah. it like. But they can't function without an R two unit. But man. they got they got to have a fucking trash can, and like, what is he doing? What is R two D doing back there? Other than uh, Luke needs to talk to somebody. We're not paying another fucking actor, George. Get the old fucking trash can. Throw him in the back. Like, what would that robot do that the X wing fighter couldn't do? Well, yeah. I I think that they didn't have very good computers in that galaxy far far away. So they were all droids. That's that's my uh, science fiction answer. excuse. That's my excuse. It's it's terrible science fiction. Yeah, it, I mean it, that entire galaxy apparently is filled with air, so you can hear everything exploding and flying. Yeah, Mandalorian. But isn't there air inside the X-wing fighter? So when it gets bla- laser blasted, the air inside combusts. Isn't that what happened? I mean, you should you still shouldn't hear anything, but. Wouldn't that explain the fireball of explosion? No, but no, uh, right. nice try. Um, yeah. It also wouldn't explain how they make sounds. Oh when my they god! Fly you by. sounded like a seventh grade year old nerd. Nice I, I am. Listen, listen, I am. everybody. I'm going to take my I take my retainer out to really tear you new one, Kruger. <laughs> do it, Kruger. Oh my do god! It. Were you guys watching in seventh grade when I was growing up? I was, a, as you were living it, I was writing it that under is... the non diplom John Irving. <laughs> no, Irv Schlotzberg. Irv Schlotzberg, a.k.a. Yeah. John Irving. Oh. And it was called A Prayer for Owen Meany slash John Sylvain. Excellent. Good book. Excellent. And there was Good. a clown also involved, <laughs> a killer clown. And, there was, and then there was that time when... Uh, I was giving a blowjob to somebody, and the car came along. Was that me or no. somebody else? I don't know. Uh, this has never I happened never, to me before, dear penthouse. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You can read about it in every month of Penthouse Magazine forum. So. Is that still around? No, <laughs> no. It's called Reddit now. <laughs> yeah. I never thought I'd be writing in Reddit. <laughs> I, I was actually sp- I spent some time on a website today, which is like you could make extra money on the side writing erotica, and I was like, okay, you got you you, you got me. What what what's the what's the frequency, Kenneth? Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was I was kind of. Did you have to pay a thousand dollars to learn how to write erotica? <laughs> First, but by the end of it, it was like sign up for the course, and I was like, absolutely not. That's not how you make money. <laughs> no, the way you make money is you start a cult. And yeah. if you want to know how to start a cult, get in touch with Kruger and I, or me. And Kruger. they did. They did have a little section that was like um, talking about how to write a good erotica sex scene, and it was like uh, eye contact's very important. Like what? And lots know, of sweet, sweet pussy. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, no, I think at Buzzsaw, it's just cock hitting the back of a throat, <laughs> blowjob sounds. <laughs> You have to find new adjectives that describe uh, soft and wet and hard and turgid. Yeah. Mm. And you can't keep on using those two uh, couples. You have to use other things like velvety um, Mm. and um, slick. Slick is a good one. Uh, And then uh, rigid, of course, is is always good. And then um, 
steel, hard, um, throbbing, throbbing, throbbing is everything can throb. Too messing. Too messing. What? Too messing is is sounds like a spice. Sounds like yeah. It's not a sexy word. It's an accurate word. It's not a sexy word. Clinical Lawrence word. So we were we were tasked with watching horror movies for the past two weeks and so far mm. nobody has volunteered one yeah nothing? nothing i saw get out today no you showed get out today to your class that is a oh, yeah. vastly different thing mm, uh, well, i don't see how it's different okay really well because you were like you were looking at your phone you know what? you just with- accused us of not watching things without asking if we watched it which i think is is really unfair. I think that's really unfair. And I think it's, I think that you should be ashamed of yourself. That's a disgusting question. That's a really vile thing. You're a vile, you're a terrible reporter. Right. I'm leaving. This, oh, is, this is the world. This is how you win an argument in the Trump era. No, I'm not trying to win. I'm just right. Okay. okay you're wrong. And I'm right. All right. And there, and there is no disease. And I'm the best person in the world. There's nobody in this room who's less racist than me. By the way, guys, I already miss baseball. Oh my god, is it over? When does it come back? Yeah, but I miss it. Twenty was the best season ever. It's going to come back in April, which is about seven years from now. So, Steve, did you watch anything? I watched Borat too. Is is that a horror movie? Oh, I thought it was horrible. You did not like it, John? No, but I'm really, really wimpy about that. Well, I'll tell you why I didn't like it. Because he makes fun of dumb people. Yeah, mm. and I, I just and half the people he made fun of were in retail, right? And so it's like, get to me be this big cake and write on it that the Jews will not replace us. And the lady's like, okay. And it's funny that she doesn't say, "Oh, you're making this big order," but you can't say that. She just says whatever. You know, okay, John, yeah. as a as a filmmaker, as a film historian, as a film cr- a critic, I really Are you can't. Describing you or me? I'm not quite sure. I, I okay. really cannot. Su- uh, recommend w- uh, more uh, this a- Eric Andre movie, uh, Bad Trip, which uses the same conceit of a of Borat. Like people don't know. Well, with Borat, like there's obviously like a cameraman standing there because the camera's moving around. So it's not like there's several ooh, cameramen. We hid cameras. Like the guy yeah. sending the faxes is there's like cameras everywhere. So yeah. I, they're told like you're going to be in a documentary right. with this fucking weird like uh, this Eric Andre movie very simple plot he's going to New York with his friend to tell the girl of his dreams he loves her and instead of fucking with people he fucks with himself and people react and it's called bad trip like uh, Eric Andre is a a half African-American dude and his cohort is a African-American guy and they walk into a bar in like Virginia like let me just give a a, a brief little thing. So he's an actor comedian. He's done a, a, a sort of gonzo talk show on Adult Swim for the past, uh, it's on its fifth season now. And basically he sort of uh, tortured. You're doing this for the audience or for John? I Yeah. I, wh- why are you interrupting? To Are you just trying to show off? No. Go ahead. No, I mean, just to give some... Context. No, it was a legitimate question. Was that for John? Because he's so out of it. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. The audience, yeah, the yeah. I would think our audience pretty much knows who Eric Andre is. Okay, we'll look him up on... Yeah, if, if ever we mention something that you don't know, just hit pause and Google, and we will never offer context for anything. Go on, Steve. I have to... Wait a minute. I have to hit pause and Google things. 
You can Google it. Well, oh, whatever. So he and this guy go into a redneck bar and, I, you know, I've seen Borat. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to get the rednecks to go. What are you black guys doing in here? You don't belong here. And they fucking flip it. And they're the assholes. And the rednecks are actually like nice. And one of them falls off the bar and they're trying to help them. And by the end of the scene, they're all ha- wishing someone happy birthday. And my expectations were completely subverted. I was like, oh, what Borat would have done was. Mm, yeah, very nice. Yeah, no Jews here, right? Like, well, not a lot of Jews. Like, he would try and get someone to expose their racism. And instead, Eric Andre just makes like a scene out of it. He makes mm-hmm. himself the fool and the people the heroes. Mm-hmm. And there's like moments where he's like talking to some old guy about love, and the guy's like, "Well, you better go tell her." And then he just bursts into an elaborate song and dance number. That doesn't embarrass anyone. People are just like, why are there dancers in the middle of this mall? Like singing this organ, like singing to a a backup track. Like it's pretty, it's pretty good. And it it does have the the typical, you know, people smash shit and other people go, oh my God. But Mm -hmm. there's like a really heartfelt scene where Eric Andre's character is at his lowest and he's going to, he wants, he goes to like a recruiter, like a Marine recruiter. And he's like, I just want to die. And he's like, I'm just, just, it's easier than killing myself. I'll just join the army. And the guy's like, well, well, don't hurt yourself. Like you're a good person. And he talks, this guy talks Eric Andre's character off a ledge. It's like, it's not a comedy scene. He's not embarrassing him. And in fact, the person who's not in the movie is the hero of the scene. It's like, really, it, it was supposed to come out like in March. And of course, movie stopped. So it got fucked and, you know, no one has really heard of it, but it's really good. I, I laughed my ass off. And Tiffany Haddish great. is in it, and she's oh, yeah. a fucking, she's a fucking pit bull. Like she's so out of her mind. It is mm-hmm. really good. Right. I recommend it to anyone listening who wants a, a good giggle. Mm-hmm. That sounds uh, great. Bad trip. That's what it's called. Bad and trip. I don't like that fucking jackass thing they did with Johnny Knoxville, where he dresses up like an old guy and he's got a kid and he sticks his dick in a. And a fucking Coke machine and it gets stuck and people, you know, he's like, there's his dick stuck in a machine. Like, I, I, I just I don't have any patience for that. There's, there's, there's not a lot of that in this movie. I want to watch it again. Can we end early? Um, I think that might be uh, a yes. Guys, do you hear the fireworks in your neighborhood or is it just my neighborhood? Uh, no, no, no. That's, it's my neighborhood. It's that's, next door. That's the full moon. <laughs> no, full moon is Saturday, and it's also Halloween. Yeah, it's Halloween. What are you going to go as, uh, for Halloween, Marty? What are you going to dress up for as Halloween? What are you going to do for Halloween? Uh, the same thing I do every Halloween. Turn the lights off, hide in the basement. Try to trail over the world? You're going to go as Pinky in the Brain? Is that what you're going to do? What are you going to do? Pinky in the Brain. What are you going to do, Steve? What are you going to do for Halloween? Uh, I'm going to give uh, candy to kids. But, oh, yeah? You uh, think you're going to come? Yeah, they like ship kids in from neighborhoods far. Like my neighborhood is a complete um, grid, you know, and it's there's no street lights. Like it's all, it's like a little square of suburbia in the middle of the jungle. Mm-hmm. And there's, I'm always like, where are you, you guys from? They're like, yeah. eh, a couple towns over. I'm like, yeah. all right. No, they're you gotta leave the apartment buildings and come over to the places where people have candy. Yeah, there's yeah. there's some very. It's fine. I'm happy. Neighborhoods that people go to. It's complete. Like for LA, it's weird because they're like completely flat. 
and it's near a freeway so it's it's madness yeah yeah well that's cool do you, do you think yeah, people are going to trick-or-treat this year i don't know i don't think they're they're, they're supposed to uh that doesn't stop most people yeah yeah there's nobody in my neighborhood i i get candy and nobody comes so uh this is the first year i won't get candy so i'll probably get trick-or-treaters yeah this is what happens at our house. We get a big bag of candy and uh, nobody shows up for a little while. So I start handing out candy. A few people show up, hand out like one candy per person. And then I hand out two and then I go, fuck it. And I send handing out handfuls and then the, the candy's gone and they have to go out and get more because they just start showing up in droves and the teenagers come. And they've got guns yeah, there's a lot of guns. It's just and there's, it's there's a lot of like, sir, uh, your 14 kids can all have a piece, but do you need a piece as well? You're yeah. not in a costume. You clearly took a minivan to get over here. Like, come on, dude. So uh, Michelle's got a big, long, Michelle Dunn is in my neighborhood and she's got a big, long pole and she's going to have a basket that has candy in it and stick it out the, the door and turn it into their, oh, that's uh, nice. into their bag, like socially that. distanced. Yeah, maybe I'm going to get a pole and just take them. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what I was hoping to do. Uh, so we don't have, if you tuned in late, we do not have an episode of uh, Buzzsaw 2, this again, Miami Nights. We will. Technically, it was Cassandra's fault, but we have decided as a, as a, as a group of entertainers to blame John. Fucking John. Well, you see, I'm a white man. I'm an old white man, and mm. I don't think it's appropriate oh to blame a young uh, Latinx women right. woman for anything nowadays, yeah. right? I mean, she does drive a Kia. Like, let's, oh, wait, yeah. you do too. I mean, you know, I, I own my own house. I've got a mini keyboard. I mean, what I, I can certainly Prove take the blame for something. Keyboard. I don't believe you have a mini keyboard. MIDI. 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 I don't Trait, believe Trait you have here. that either. Okay, well, I don't know how to use it yet, but right. you, do you use uh, Logic Pro? I do. Do you? What do you think about uh, uh, Reason? No. Oh. Well, yeah. What do you think about Reason? Okay, this is a good conversation for when you guys have your own little private. What do you think thing? about emotion versus so, logic? Um, we will. Uh, oh, I did want to say that I did see a movie that was called Sweetheart, and uh -huh. it's a Blum Blumhouse film uh, with Kiersey Clemens. Scary. Uh, not super scary, but just a, it's like a sort of it's if Minecraft were a movie, it's it's kind of that you know it's like this woman is what? she's stuck on an island and uh, she's shipwrecked and her head is a block she's completely square <laughs> and her head is a giant block and, an and then <laughs> she has to build shit to to survive because the monsters come out at night you know mm. and the monsters like what kind of monsters it's, it's very short and the elder dragon. What I I like about it is that it's it's just it's short. Whereas George Lucas is like, oh, I can't have the, our hero in a spaceship without saying something, so let's put a weird robot in there so they can have a conversation that is doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, there's like maybe you know twenty lines of dialogue in the whole movie, so it's kind of it's kind of cool like that, and it's very engaging and uh, low budget. And uh, the actors got to spend a couple weeks in Fiji shooting it. So, I yeah, if, if you're if you're like a aspiring screenwriter or TV writer who listens, like, uh, get another you, job. 
Yay, it's over. It's done. We're all fucked. Yeah, Quibi's, Quibi's Quibi, if Quibi Quibi's doesn't dead. work, we're all dead. Yeah, yeah. But it, I, I'm just shocked by like green writers where I read their stuff and I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's like five page scenes of two people talking. Like I'm have you sitting ever... right here. I'm sitting right here. Oh yeah, I'm... John, you're you need a you need a lot of help. But that's okay. You're from another era. You're from the wax cylinders and shit like that. Yeah. But I, like just I like think about it where just get rid of lines like just cut stuff and and let actors react and act rather than uh, i gotta say something else and then i gotta add some emotion to it like it's a lot of fucking work yeah. you know but it, it like requires, as an actor requires, just to emote but then like holy shit i gotta move the story along and then have a little joke here and a quip and then the scene turns like just not so many words maybe yeah Save it for your fucking novel, uh, Tolstoy. All right. Got it. Note taken. Not you. I'm talking about somebody who's like, uh, oh, sure. Oh, I want to write oh, a no. screenplay. Like, yeah, you, don't need, you don't need that many uh, lines. I know you're, yeah. Aaron okay. Sorkin can somehow get away with it, even though he's, ugh. 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 Yeah. I, I, did you guys see that uh, trial of the Chicago 7? Meh. No. Meh. Meh. Yeah. He's like the Ying Mei Malstein of writers. Like, yeah, wow, he is just, but like, it's just uh, Kurt Cobain didn't know how to play the guitar and will be singing his songs for a hundred years. No one knows a, a Steve Vai song. Don't be a technician. Be a be Kurt Cobain. Yes, I unless you're unless you're incredibly talented, said. then just be Steve Vai. But. Yes, I don't, don't want to read your shit. Very, very good career as well, and he's not dead, I don't think. No, so he's got that going for him. Yeah, I don't know. I, you can say so much with very little, like David Byrne, who doesn't know how to play music, somehow as a musician. Mm-hmm. 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 Did Marty leave? No, I'm right. no, he's no, no, he's working on his other podcast. He's, while he's, he's editing. <laughs> he's. Uh, uh, yeah. So, all right. So next week we're taking the week off, <clears throat> but there will still be content up. So please tune in and, or download the podcast. Don't miss out on it. And we will discuss whether we're going to, um, we're going to put, it'll be a, uh, buzzsaw two extravaganza of some sort and, uh, we'll figure it out. You guys should listen in and send us emails of, uh, uh, at noonerpodcast at gmail.com character names that you want us to incorporate in the next iteration of whatever we do next we don't know what it is make yet. them sexual that's the only way they're going to make it through no no just make them interesting and we'll johnny mick fucks a lot okay that's a good one okay don't that's a brilliant we're good we're good well, we don't well, don't send so, any character names we're we're full up we've got johnny fucks a lot and we're done <laughs> mike we're hot done. cock yeah no 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 don't don't do we'll save that for the next that one is, you're taking all the good ones and now are we going to do our burping contest that we're going to do let's do it uh, 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 uh. I got right. none left. I'm not real perfect. Uh, that was me, by so the way. Tweet and email, so send, and we will see. Mail in if you think that was a good one. You oh, did I just win Tuesday. by default? <laughs> Congrats, Dodgers. Kevin
Finally, he wrote and directed the movies that brought all the murps to me. Sleep now, babies. Pimp that fuck.